Advent is a season of prophecy. Prophecy is the word of God spoken by people by the power of the Holy Spirit. Advent is a season of prophecy. It is everywhere in our scriptures. John the baptizer proclaimed the word of God in the wilderness and called the people to repentance. He did it dressed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He dressed to look like another prophet, Elijah. And John's life and witness were foretold by another prophet, Isaiah. In our services this morning, we heard the words of the prophet Malachi. Next week, it will be Zephaniah. In Philippians, Paul's words take on a prophetic air about the good work God has begun in the people, work that will be completed. So Advent is a season of prophecy. The hopes of the Hebrew prophets are realized in the birth of Jesus. That which was foretold comes to pass. And we are reminded, too, of all that is still to come. The way of the Lord must still be prepared, and the day of Jesus Christ, the second coming, is still on the way. Prophecies are meant to unsettle us, to prick our ears, our longings. They remind us that God is active, all that was and is and is coming. Yet at the same time, prophecies are part of the familiar rhythms of our Christian story. I particularly love the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah. That's what our gospel invokes today, its lyricism and beauty, as the prophet's words are brought to pass by John the Baptist. He is the lone voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a pathway for our God, and every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill made low. You can almost hear Handel's Messiah when you read those words, or Godspell, if that's more your speed, or even just the familiar beauty of that yearly Advent promise, that the Lord is near and all things will be made right. I love the 40th chapter of Isaiah so much, in fact, that I have to tell you something embarrassing. It is only this year, this Advent, that I heard these words as anything other than unalloyed good. It's only this year that I realized I actually like the mountains and the hills. I don't actually like the idea of them being brought low. I like the sloping vales and valleys. I don't know if I actually like to contemplate this great flattening out. For all I struggle with about our world, for all that I long for in salvation, for all the change that we need, there is much in this world and in our lives that I treasure. So I have been turning over these verses in my mind, puzzling over what they mean for how I prepare for Christmas. So this is what I've been thinking about this week when I actually took a small trip. Brenda joined me and a couple of others from St. James, and this week 
We made the trek to Albion Correctional Facility in upstate New York as chaperones to bring children to visit their parents. John the Baptist was on my mind and the prophet Isaiah and my new discomfort at the mountains being brought low and the valleys rising up and the world that I do love being too changed, but looking around that grim visiting room and the rows upon rows of barbed wire, it hit me that Albion prison would be brought low too. Just like they did for Paul and Silas, the prison walls will shake and shatter and the people will be set free and the rough way will be made smooth to prepare the way of the Lord. Our Savior Jesus Christ is coming. Jesus is coming and he will transform the whole entire world, not just the parts that we don't like. When Christ comes again in glory, the whole creation will be made new. Our broken empires will crumble, the rich will be sent away empty, the powerful will be brought down from their thrones. And the mountains will be brought low. And our apartments, too. The degrees on the walls will fall away, and our titles will be forgotten, and the bank balances will all roll to zero. None of it will matter anymore. What is true in heaven will become true on earth that we just, we just can't take it with us. But the prophets tell us, and I am confident of this, that there will be no more night, that God himself will be our light and that the one who began a good work among us will bring it to the completion by that day of Jesus Christ. And then it will be morning. Advent is the season of prophecy. As we contemplate all that the incarnation has done, the beauty of Emmanuel, God with us. As we remember all that God has done, we are asked to imagine all that God will do. In this season, we remember all that God has done, all those lonesome voices crying out revelations that have come to pass and the promise of love that is made real in Jesus Christ's birth and real again this very night. Advent is the season of prophecy about what was and what is and what is to come. When Jesus is born among us, our lives are transformed. And when Jesus comes again in glory, the whole world, the whole world will be made new. Prophecy is meant to bend our ears and make the world strange, that even familiar words might startle us and scatter the darkness from before our paths. Let it. Let the world be made strange. Let the Holy Spirit shake you up and unsettle you. God is calling us to hold on less tightly to what we have. So there is room for God to bring the new into being. The prophets have foretold it and Jesus's birth has brought it to pass and our life in Christ can only grow deeper. Prepare the way of the Lord. <laughs>